Hey there, boys and girls. It's Ralph Garman, and you're listening to Talking Codswallop. Good choice. Hello, everybody. This is Ming Chen from AMC's Comic Book Man. You might know me from the Tell Him Steve Day podcast and the I Sell Comics podcast. Listen, I love podcasting. I love talking, but what I really love doing is talking codswallop. Hey, I'm Alicia Witt. I'm Daniel Portman from Game of Thrones. I play Podrick Payne. I'm Ellipses, and you're listening to the talking... Okay, I'm Mark Bernard, and you're listening to the Talking Codswallop podcast. Hey, man, it's Kevin Smith. Silent Bob, whose voice you were never used to hearing in the 90s until I started opening it up, man. And that's because I'm a podcaster and you're listening to a podcast. Talking Cod Swallow, right here, man. Welcome to this week's Talking Codswallop. I am Gemma. I'm James. With us today, we have got one of my favourite people on the planet joining us that we've never actually spoken in person before. So it's usually electronic. And uh, we met each other through a, a well, through the No Phony Podcasting Network. And she is the amazing Melissa from the Brook Reading Podcast. Yay! Oh, thank you! (laughs) (laughs) I kind of butchered that a little bit because I was working on the fly, but, you know, you still are one of my favourite people, so... (laughs) Oh, thank you so much, as are you guys. I'm so happy to be here. This is great. (laughs) I'm going to be honest, I was slightly hurt when you were introducing, you know, Melissa as one of your favourite people, but I'm already here. (laughs) (laughs) well james one of her favorite americans maybe okay yeah we'll we'll allow that i mean (laughs) okay good that's okay (laughs) i did say one of my favorite people james I don't know, That's... it felt more like the start you were going, this literally was your favourite person, thinking, but I'm here, I'm here, <laughs> okay, I've been around a bit, but you don't have to reintroduce me. <laughs> All right, one, so of my favorite, one of my favourite people that I've never met in person. <laughs> there All you right? go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, now James's ego has been uh, kissed to death and now. <laughs> How's everybody doing this week? James first. Yeah. Uh, well, how am I doing? I, I'm not doing too badly. Um, I'm still on the men, but I am on the men, which is the main thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. I've been having a reasonably good week. How about you? Let's go, Melissa, next. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, first of all, I'm so glad you're feeling better, James. I, I was very worried about you. <laughs> so, whew, thank, you. thank goodness you're on the mend. I. Very happy to hear that. Um, I'm having a decent week. I, uh, yeah, I'm nothing too terribly exciting. So, you know, just hanging out, doing some podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's just me then. Crap week. No, I haven't. Oh, no. (laughs) It's only, (laughs) for full disclosure, it's only Monday. So the week hasn't begun yet, really. And it's Bank Holiday Monday in the UK. So, um, you know, it's all good from this point of view at the moment. I mean, I've been a bit ill this last couple of days, typically because it's a long weekend. I My body decides to shut down. Oh, but, no. uh Yeah. It was just, I went, I took the dog off for a walk and, uh, well, a couple of walks while I was just looking mm-hmm. after him on my own and uh, decided, you know, obviously 
good dog owner again take him out for a walks and stuff <laughs> so did it for two days and uh obviously not continuously and uh, yeah and then i uh, i've unfortunately since probably about friday afternoon i've been laid up in bed because <laughs> my legs my legs and my arms it's just like this real intense ache but oh. not like a not like a my muscles have been aching but something weird it feels weird going on but yeah but uh yeah so i feel like i'm slowly get the get and out out of that but you know of course tomorrow's tuesday i'm back at work so uh <laughs> of course i'll you, feel better you're blaming the dog the poor dog <laughs> yeah <laughs> i am blaming the dog but it's probably not helping the fact that where i'm kicking his um his ball around to so that mm-hmm. he can uh go fetch it and stuff as well so that's probably not helping but you know anyway you know you know me start as, as start as i mean to go on with the moaning <laughs> <laughs> nice positive start there uh, I'm just going to do one very English thing and check in with you uh, Gemma it's a bank holiday, how's the weather? actually it's not it's not horrendous right? yeah so it's not beautiful sunshine like it would normally okay. be on a bank holiday because that doesn't ever happen but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah what's it like up there? Uh, grim it's gone from being really really nice a couple of days ago to yeah just cold and overcast and horrible yeah uh, melissa how's the weather with you oh i was gonna say it's it's um it's not great here either uh <laughs> i mean okay i'm not gonna lie i am happy i am not in hurricane weather anymore yeah. um yeah. we had a quote-unquote hurricane last weekend and in my neck of the woods that just meant we had really bad rain Mm-hmm. But I know, um, so I'm in New Jersey. I know up North Jersey and parts of New York and Connecticut kind of got hit a little worse. But now we're having another hurricane, as you probably heard of, in Louisiana. So that's yeah. just fucking up everybody's day. <laughs> it's, a, it's a proper hurricane, but I think they've reclassed as a tropical storm. Yes, I did read that this morning, thankfully. So maybe things won't be. They did say New Orleans already got hit, so hopefully won't get hit yeah. again. Um yeah, so keep our fingers crossed. Yeah, because I was, I yeah, I woke up early this morning and I sort of, the first thing I did was sort of check how it was all going over there because, you know, you just feel so sorry for New Orleans, don't you? Because it's like, you know, and I probably pronounce that incorrectly, but I'm sorry, I'm British. But no, um, you're, fine. <laughs> you're fine. That's one of those you can go either way. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I just, I feel so sorry for them because they obviously had Katrina and then they've had this stupid Ida as well. I know, so. right? I feel terrible for them too. I mean, yeah. I know we've had, you know, some, some bad weather here on the East Coast with Sandy and whatnot, but mm-hmm. that was the biggest that we had. And we haven't, like I said, knock on wood, we haven't really suffered much since with weather. But yeah, I know they keep getting... I guess it's just being in the south and with like warm fronts and cold. I'm pretending I know shit about weather. I really don't. But no, keep going, keep going. You could lie and sell this brilliantly. Go, yeah, coming in from this area, the ice. The ice I know. I need a green screen thing. behind me, though. <laughs> I mean, if Michael Fish, well, this is going to kind of go over the top of your head, Melissa. Unfortunately, but I'll, I'll tell That's the story okay. afterwards. But yeah, if Michael Fish can uh, can get it so wrong, um, it basically what happened was his, he was a. Um, weather reporter in the uk and he said that it was going to be a beautiful sunny day so everybody went out for um like a picnic and stuff and it was like the worst storm ever (laughs) in the uk i I have to uh i have to obviously you know bow down to you on that gem because i'm too young to remember that oh shut up you're older than me (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I, I was going to say, that was funny on your last couple of episodes. I told Gemma this already, James, but you two battling as to whether you're a Gen Xer or a millennial. I was crying laughing. <laughs> And and my my vote, if you care, is that neither of you are Gen Xers. So you're <laughs> from your references, I was like, uh, I don't know. I feel all dirty inside. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it truly cracked me up. I, I was crying, laughing so hard. <laughs> Well, thank you. Excellent. <laughs> that's another thing I should have put in my intro. Melissa is also a salty tadpole, so that's always a good thing. <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you basically are getting the the full you know the full story here that me and James off mic as well as on mic bicker like <laughs> like husband and wife or mm. brother and sister. <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. It's great. <laughs> yeah, but we know we never mean it, don't we, James? Well, I do. Well, you can say that I can't possibly come and... <laughs> oh, you made me laugh with drink in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So another weird thing that happened today, because I, I had a little drive around today, and um, I saw 12 magpies. And I was like, well, what's that mean then? Because you know, it's like you've got you've got the whole s- song, haven't you? Um, uh, what was it? One for sorry, you, two for... It, it, it either means lots of happiness or yeah. something truly, truly horrendous is going to happen. <laughs> I'm just going to like, I don't know. What do we do? On the, do we err on the side that it's going to be terrible? <laughs> can I not just get? <laughs> can I not just get lots of gold? <laughs> what did? What did somebody say to me? Don't ever expect anything great from either a person or a situation because when it goes horribly wrong, you won't be disappointed. <laughs> well, I think that's actually probably me that said that, isn't it? Because <laughs> I usually still... You, you've educated me then <laughs> with that one. Just aim for the worst possible scenario. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but seriously, though, it's like so weird to see 12 magpies all in a... all. It was all on a rooftop. It is creepy. Yeah. It is a bit creepy. Yeah. It's like the birds. Isn't that a nursery rhyme? Yeah. Am I I going crazy? No, you're not. It's it's one for sorrow, two for joy, three for a girl, four for a boy, five for silver, six for gold, seven for a secret never to be told. So maybe I'm getting double gold. uh, Double gold. I don't want the kids. I don't want the kids. They can bugger off. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want triple silver either. (laughs) I've tried looking online. There's not even an answer of what this could be, basically. Oh, no. Should we make one up? (laughs) I like the double gold. I mean, that's, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of that. (laughs) That's That's why here we never drop spoons. Uh, I've got one for you. Twelve for wealth. Ooh. Oh, okay, okay. I mean, I was going to say, you know, twelve. Your crops will wither and die. Working on the <laughs> principle of going for the worst case scenario. <laughs> <laughs> oh, twelve goodness. for wealth. Oh well, if I tell you, if money's coming your way, good well, stuff. 
There yeah. you go. Okay, well, thank you very much, Mr. Magpies. You know, I really do appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> so, yeah, so that's been my week, really, so far. Because um, obviously, like I said, there's not really ha- much happened because we've uh, only just started the week. So nothing's, nothing's, uh, yeah. Well, I was going to say, nothing's really pissed me off either. So I don't think I've even got Codswallop. <laughs> oh, God. Now that makes me feel really uncomfortable. I know. If, nothing, if, you, if you're not pissed off, because generally you're really, really riled up or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could actually, I should, I should just do one positive thing and one update thing. Okay. One positive, well, it's kind of an update as well. But you know, James, our wonderful Nathan Page, which I know we shouldn't really talk about another salty tub or one. There's one amazing one here, but <laughs> yeah, it brings our, no, it brings our listeners. To, I mean, it brings our listeners total to two, so that's only that's going to be a good thing. <laughs> Still four earlobes, <laughs> and if you Very listened, true. it would be eight. <laughs> I know, but you know, I, I I don't want to get your hopes up too much. <laughs> well, yeah. So obviously, Nathan Page, he's our amazing. Um, what was it? Yeah, no, this, this is you take. You, you're gonna have to edit that part. Jim, no, I know. I really will. Takes the shine off it. No, I know. <laughs> he's great. He's wonderful. Who the hell is he? That amazing. Um, what the hell does he do? Oh yeah, God! That's usually how they describe me. He's great. He's wonderful. Who is he again? <laughs> well, now I can't edit it out. Sorry, Nathan. It was too funny. But I'm sorry, I couldn't think of the word paranormal expert. So I I know who you are, Nathan, but I just couldn't think of the wonderful paranormal expert that we had on our Halloween episode, wasn't it, James? I think you're wonderful, Nathan, despite the way Gemma's, you know, mysteriously painted you by not remembering who you are. Um, and you have a really cool job. I, how do you yeah. get into that? Well, I mean, his actual job is working at a chocolate factory now oh that's right which is cooler then (laughs) that's a hard one to uh, damn which would i want (laughs) well i could tell you how to become a uh how to study you know uh paranormal psychology but yeah ooh. okay i was gonna say though Gemma, i am really excited i do want to hear about nathan but um the chocolate factory while cool that's also where jeffrey dahmer worked so no yeah yeah that was his day job yes yeah, oh, right. good point. Yeah, so I don't know, but I want to hear about Nathan, though. <laughs> well, well, now now that I'm going to tell my story, I'm actually concerned. <laughs> no, Is Nathan, Nathan a serial killer? Yeah, mm. well, I've met him in real life as well, so eek. Um, no, basically, you know, if you cast your mind back, you know, when I was sort of like saying to the Salty Tadpoles police and me, Ferrero Rocher and stuff like that. Well, mm-hmm. he didn't send me that. But he did send me a shoebox full uh, full of chocolate bars. <laughs> right, oh, but we've, wow. and, and Dharma was worked in a chocolate factory. <laughs> I know. I feel like it's kind of taken the um, it's taken the the, taken the, the shine off the shine off it completely. But thank you ever so much, Nathan, because I know you're not a serial killer. <laughs> no, so, eat the chocolate. And yeah. if, if I'm solo running this in, uh, next week, <laughs> well, no, no, why? Why? <laughs> <laughs> well, I've already given my p- a piece to my mum and Graham, and they're both fine. So. <laughs> wow. Oh I mean, God. if he was a serial killer, this would be the ultimate way to get money, wouldn't it? Just it keep would. feeding chocolate to the family. Yeah. <laughs> and go back, got it off Nathan. I don't know anything else. I was just trying to do a nice thing. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Nathan, please, can you let me know? Did you actually include some body parts in this chocolate making facility? <laughs> or process, should I say? <laughs> oh no. Yeah. But anyway, I thought it still was very, very sweet and he's not a serial killer because well I've met him in person and he seemed very nice. So Of course. No, <laughs> yeah. I can <laughs> I do like the fact that the 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 focus of when you're deciding who and who is not serial killers, they're nice. I mean, let's be honest. Most murderers are not going to be like, yeah, I'm going to try and paint myself to be this really, really awful person, so I can't get any trust for anybody that I'm going to murder. <laughs> well, James, to be fair, you should know as you've met two serial killers in life. This is true. Yes. Yeah. Yes. What? This is true. Yes. I think yes. you're going to have to tell Melissa the story. <gasps> I have, yes, so I've met the, well, I actually went to school with the children of and actually went, went camping with, on a, a scout's lads and dad's camp with, I think the, the person who holds the record as our highest level serial killer, which is Dr. Harold Shipman. Oh, <gasps> no. Uh, and I also used to go to a comic book shop, which was run by uh, the man who killed Leslie and Molseed, uh, Ronald Castry. So, and I was actually completely alone with both of them <laughs> at points. So, <laughs> but as I'm not an old woman with money or a young girl, my chances of survival clearly went up rather highly. Yeah, you you were you would have been fine, but oh wow, that's crazy! I never heard of the second person, but. Um, you, yeah, I've, I've certainly heard of much. Harold Shipman. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, you, you're not, I mean, on either front, you're not missing much. These I know. Are, you know, murderers. I just have but, a strange fascination for just, not just true crime in general, I should say, yeah. more than serial killers. Let me preface. No, <laughs> I do as well. And I, I watched an interesting documentary recently about uh, Nielsen, the killer, or Nielsen, the killer. He was a Scottish serial killer. Very Yes, Dennis story. Nielsen, right? Yeah, Dennis Nielsen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I need to watch that. Oh, I haven't seen that one, so... Yeah, I didn't even know about that one actually. So mm-hmm. oh, De- I knew yeah, about Dennis him. Nielsen's, yeah, Dennis Nielsen was something else. Very strange. Yeah, Very strange. I tell you what. While we have some kooks over here in you know in America, mm-hmm. you guys over in Europe have some some crazies too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, definitely. Definitely some yeah. oddballs. <laughs> yes. We definitely do. Yeah, because um, both me and Melissa listened to the last podcast on the left, which is um, a podcast which is based about like true crime and serial killers and stuff like that. So um, they also mm. do other things as well, but you know, they're also comedy as well. So, yeah, very have a look yeah i mean that could be a podcast that you actually listen to james you know i mean yeah i mean let's not let's not go overly excited <laughs> I don't know that i'll be you know able to stretch myself to listen to the but yeah, there's only like 400 yeah. and something episodes to listen to you'll be fine i know <laughs> yeah but I, it's funny that you mentioned the paranormal research too because they do a lot of that too they cover paranormal they cover like mothman bigfoot all those you know cryptids all that kind of stuff too so if you're interested in any of that kind of stuff they do they do kind of cool stuff yeah. like that yeah they do excellent I'm doing promo for a podcast that like 100% doesn't need it. <laughs> They're doing fine. I was just thinking that. I was thinking, well, maybe we should actually promo our, uh, promo our own podcasts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If we promote them, they will hopefully promote us. Oh, my God. That's like my dream. <laughs> I just love to tell Ben Kissel that I love him. Oh, my God. Me too. <laughs> it's one of the, um, one of the hosts, oh. James. Oh, <laughs> 
I have such a ridiculous I, I, I crush I'm, on him. I managed to just about grasp that one. <laughs> well, there you go then. You're a very intelligent man for once. Well, 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 for once. I thought we'd establish that I was profound last Oh, time. yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Good point. You only open your mouth and say profound things, but alas, today you haven't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, going back to Nathan. Thank you ever so much, for Nathan, for the chocolates. I really did appreciate them. And um, yeah. That's very sweet. Yeah. It's very good of you, Nathan. I mean, you did kind of get lost in the conversation we're having then. We sort of really veered off onto onto off the beaten track. But yeah, yeah, what a lovely guy. We don't think you're a mass no. murderer or a murderer of any shape or form. Uh, I promise. Well, like I said, I've met him in real life and uh, we went around a Comic-Con together and, uh, you know, he seemed like a really nice, friendly guy. So if he is a serial killer, then good for you, mate, because you are a nice guy. <laughs> Maybe this episode should be called Nathan the Serial Killer. <laughs> so far it is. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see where we can go from here. Um. <laughs> the other the other thing was an update on the whole O2 scenario of what I've had to deal with. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I was actually thinking about that recently when I was out. Uh, I was, yeah, well, I've got a new mobile and I was thinking this all went reasonably touchwood smoothly for me. I wonder what happened with Gemma's. Oh, thing. well, thank you. Let's talk about it. <laughs> See, I do think you, I do think you outside the podcast oh, arena. Oh, you're such a it's, sweetheart. It, it, it's, it, it's normally along the lines of, I'm really hoping Gemma doesn't try and hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> is it because you want Nathan to send you some chocolate? Is that why you're a little bit jealous? It, it could be that. <laughs> but when I get back, I'm just wondering if you're sticking pins into a Ouija doll, uh, you know, those very voodoo dolls of me. Yeah, a Ouija doll. There's something really wrong with this episode episode already i can't talk <laughs> you can't. And i've lost the ability to remember words yeah. it's almost like it's almost like marble mouth for me and uh, goldfish brain for you well we, we know i've got the goldfish brain i'm just gonna say you enjoyed yourself so far melissa i'm loving <laughs> if there, this if there's, if there's something like a clicking noise that means melissa has just logged off uh, and turned the computer off and praise that she's never ever invited back on this thing again. <laughs> oh dear! Yes, it's a very good point. <laughs> I will no. <laughs> if you hear a clicking noise, it's me pushing my chair back so I'm not laughing directly into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that God. I've pulled the rug fr- under from from under your feet, Gemma, what was happening with O2? <laughs> Yet again, you've done the same thing. <laughs> um, yeah, so O2, right? They are. I, I went through the whole drama again, um, you know, calling them up and whatnot. But it looks, well, hopefully, touch wood, gently again, so that Socks doesn't bark. Oh, shit. Well, yeah, that. Aww. So, yeah. That, that worked really well. Yeah. Well, actually, that's uh, that's story number three. That should be as well. But, Ooh, uh, excellent. <laughs> but um, basically, I, I love the fact, sorry, that I said that I haven't had much to happen this week and I've like I'll talk, I've talked for almost like 22 minutes solely on my own. <laughs> yeah. I, see, I think a lot of stuff has happened to you. If you think about it really so far, you've been ill, uh, you've been sent possibly cursed chocolate, and we're now on to. <laughs> Uh, the phone issue has not been resolved. Well, no, it ha- The floor is yours. <laughs> well, it kind of has re- been resolved. So hopefully if... Um, well, kind of seven days is up on Tuesday, so tomorrow, or ten days is Thursday. 
and um I think it is anyway, Thursday or Friday. And is a basically eventually got through to somebody who said, Oh, okay, I can see that the phone's been sent back to us, so we'll issue the refund. So, you know, woohoo, amazing. <laughs> um so yeah, it took a lot of time, but it looks as though Hopefully, my mum's going to be getting her refund that she needs and deserves at this stage. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I've still not written my letter because, or email. I'm not going to write a letter, you know, carry a pigeon it over. But um, yeah, it's, um, yeah, it, it hopefully has been resolved. So fingers crossed. But then <laughs> the day after the telephone it was all going to see i was thinking it sounds too good to be true yeah. <laughs> but then the day after i dealt with this telephone call i then got some post and uh they sent the mobile phone that's broken back to us so we're like what, what? oh my god are they actually telling us that they don't want this phone either or they're still going to issue the refund or are they you know what what's going on here <laughs> so i think what we're going to do is we're going to see if um see if she gets a refund and uh go from there and then if you know we'll see <laughs> maybe you know just either sell it on you know one of those recycled mobile phone places that you can do you know sort of i don't know we compare mobile phones or whatever it's called and uh yeah um or i have to go back onto the phone with o2 again and demand this refund <laughs> i'm just interested to see how this pans out oh, yeah uh, i do find it interesting they've sent you it back uh it's as you said it's almost like they think you we really don't want this piece of crap <laughs> we'll just send it back to you yeah exactly so you know if there's anyone out there that's looking to buy an iphone 7 for cheap <laughs> who would like to please yeah post some pictures who would like to buy a broken non-working phone <laughs> there's somebody somewhere who who would i'm sure buy it and try and do it up and sell it off well yeah i mean welcome to as long as we get our refund it's uh it is an opportunity you know but to be honest the only thing that seemed to be really wrong with it was these dots on the camera right everything else seemed to be okay-ish so you know you know if anyone does you know hit me up (laughs) anyone who well if you don't care about the camera feature well yeah exactly ironically probably graham doesn't even care about that but he probably doesn't take photos with his phone anyway (laughs) (laughs) but you know oh dear so that was uh that was fun and also the last thing and then i I think we'll move on to melissa's podcast because uh, she's been sitting here so patiently waiting (laughs) no it's fine (laughs) melissa hasn't yet slipped into the coma she's getting there though it's close we're we're, we're close we're we're touching entry into the void point but (laughs) (laughs) i've just got so many updates you know we had a guest on last week so i couldn't do all this last week um so yeah so unfortunately well not unfortunately our dog obviously as you heard a minute ago anytime somebody knocks or rings the doorbell he has a barking fit Mm -hmm. but he also started he started lunging at the person at the door as well and um (laughs) (laughs) i know (laughs) we're kind of laughing but it isn't funny as well because the postman has turned around now and said look unfortunately if you don't get this sorted we're gonna have to put the dog on a 
bad dog list kind of thing you know like oh yeah you're not a bad dog but you know kind of like a um dangerous dog you know kind of thing because when he lunges he really lunges so we've been spending the last couple of days Mm -hmm. trying to train him to not bark at the door so we've been ringing the doorbell with one of us outside and then you know (laughs) james stop the giggling it's necessary no it's a good idea actually yeah (laughs) it is a good idea but i'm just amused (laughs) but then we need to sort of get like a stranger to come and uh ring the doorbell as well you know so that it's no i'm not doing it (laughs) i was just gonna suggest (laughs) i mean i would but you're closer than i am so you know <laughs> Actually, probably not. You're probably yeah, you're probably fair distance away, but yeah, not as far. Um, yeah, so yeah, so my friend Beach, who is he was part of the No Phony No Phony Podcasting Network, and he was um he's got a podcast called um Dog's Best Friend. So oh, okay, yeah, I don't know if you kind of remember him or not. He hasn't been there for about a year or so, so don't worry mm. if you don't. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but he's he's actually been giving us some tips and stuff as well. So yeah, fingers crossed we'll be able to get that sorted. Oh, that's so. great. That's cool. You have your own like dog whisperer too. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. All the way in <laughs> Australia. So you know. nice. <laughs> yeah. Is there any idea why the dogs are doing it? Um, I don't know. Mm. I think it, it could possibly be the doorbell because the doorbell is quite well to be honest i don't like it either so i can understand if the dog doesn't like it um but he's also very very protective right and that makes sense yeah and the reason why like with regards to the postman last time i i was on my own i also wasn't feeling well so he's doubly protective over me Mm -hmm. because i wasn't feeling very well so he he proper sort of like wanted to check out that the person wasn't a threat you know but we still need to get him sorted we don't want him to you know we don't want him to do that we don't want him no. you know because he, he's a really really good dog other than that tiny little thing you know what i mean so yeah and you don't want that to escalate too because people are no. jerks about that kind of stuff yes exactly so yeah yeah <laughs> so there's all my news <laughs> thank you for listening to this week's talking console love. <laughs> yeah, it's been a good one hasn't it this has gone from i didn't have really much to say to <laughs> thanks for being here melissa yeah. yeah of course i'm always an ear to to or shoulder to cry on or an ear to bitch to that's fine yeah <laughs> <laughs> well does anybody else have any cod swallop that they'd like to get off their chest? I don't think we can compete with what you <laughs> Cod swallop is never a competition. It's a frame of mind. <laughs> I have a tendency to get it off my chest on my five-minute rant. but yeah. So that's why I feel like if I say anything, it's going to be repetitive. Um, hmm. Anything shitty happen this week? I don't know. I can't think of it. Like you said, it's Monday. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you can skip it if uh, if you don't want to. That's absolutely fine. I mean, if your listeners want to hear about how my car got broken into, that was awful. But that... <laughs> yes. No, please. No, yeah, please. Oh, I mean, my God. I, I, I'm not enthusiastic. I was going to be like, hey, please do tell me. <laughs> but... <laughs> please. No, no. I, it's, I benefit I am... from your misery. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. Misery loves company, right? No, so that no, was... Um, that's, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. That should be one of your taglines for the show. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's kind of an old one. A couple weeks ago, I um, 
I, I don't know how I did this because I am a, I'm stringent with always locking my house, always locking my car, always, you know, closing my purse, everything. And this one particular time I just forgot. And of course, that was the night where um, after I spoke to the cops, they said that this had been happening across my neighborhood. Um, a couple of it's like a team of people and they go they walk up and down the streets and they try all the car doors. And mm-hmm. if they try one that's open, one of them will be a lookout. Another one will get into the car and look for, um, you know, the like the the self-starting ignition cars, like you push the button. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so that still needs like a little, like, like a key fob that you usually keep on yeah. your keychain. Um, mm-hmm. But some people, I guess, keep them in the car, which to me is just like preposterous. Like, really? That's basically like you're keep leaving your car keys in the car. Mm. Because if that thing is close enough, you can just go in the car, step on the brake, hit that button, and take off with the car. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were looking for cars that had that mechanism in it. Mine doesn't. Mine is a new car, but it's not. I'm not that fancy. So, <laughs> but they still got into the car and rooted around, looked through the glove box, looked through the like little storage thing to, I guess, see if I had a spare set of car keys in my car, which again, why would I do that? Um, they didn't <laughs> find anything, but they found my two iPhone chargers that I always keep just plugged into the car, you know, for whenever and took both of them. And the reason I knew that somebody broke in was the next morning, my door was like, it wasn't ajar completely, but it just wasn't closed fully. And my chargers were gone and the car smelled like smoke. And I haven't smoked in years, Mm -hmm. especially even if I did still smoke, I wouldn't smoke in my car. Um, So I was like, oh, great. Somebody who was not me was in my car last night and I took it to the cops and... They couldn't do anything, unfortunately. They couldn't run prints because everything in the car was made of plastic and they said that nothing would have, like, you know, yeah, <laughs> done it or whatever. Nothing would have come up. Um, but they just said, you know, be extra vigilant. If it happens again, contact us. And I'm like, you don't understand. I am vigilant. <laughs> like, mm. yeah. I'm like, this was just one of those fluke things that I never do and obviously will now never do again but it was not like my car is three months old and i was like some piece of shit messed with my car i was so angry <laughs> well on a positive they didn't take the car that's no the, the, exactly the exactly only, you know took some charging stuff so exactly I know Proof it did work out at the end. <laughs> can, can I just say, if we ever change the tag to this podcast or add to it of Misery Loves Company, we'd have to get Andy back. Yes. Because he's one of the most <laughs> miserable people I know. <laughs> I don't know. At the he, moment, he, since, he, he. since he's been in uh, lockdown and been working from home, he's a lot happier than he used to be. You've taken the misery <laughs> <laughs> spot now, James. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I have taken some of that on board clearly i've adopted from him yeah uh but i guess the reason that andy's probably happier is that he's not going to be around people yeah exactly (laughs) the same reason i'm happy and same reason you're happy i understand that completely (laughs) because melissa what do you do 
food a S- job? So, um, I don't really know. <laughs> no. Um, during the beginning of the pandemic, I was uh, still teaching, but in uh, in a regular public school. And when we shut down, we all did Zoom classes and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I've since gotten fired from that job, and that's a oh. whole other huge cod swallop. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Um, but I did. It, it's kind of a blessing because now I work. For, I'm still a teacher, but I work for an organization that sets up teachers with kids who are in mental health facilities or hospitals, and they, like, can't go to school. They can't physically go to school because either physically they're they're hurt or something. Like, if you break your leg and you're out of school for two months, you know, you need a teacher to still help you yeah. with your assignments. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Or the kids that I work with are in mental health facilities. And they live there, so they're getting their they're getting their therapy from their therapists. They're getting you know if it's a medication issue, they're getting there's doctors there. They're getting their medication medication, and then they have a part of the day where they work on their academics, and then I work with them. Yeah, so that's my job. Uh-huh. Um, am I going to be virtual? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> because <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, yeah, but I think in a way, you know, that was probably like I don't know if you want to go into the reason why you know with your teaching job why that ended you're more than welcome to but if obviously don't want to that's fine too um but i was going to say actually helping special needs people and you know with people with learning difficulties and things like that i think actually that's probably more more rewarding in a way isn't it or yeah oh 100 percent it is I, yeah. I i started last year so i got to meet some of the some students that i was working with and and they're amazing and they some of the problems that they have that they're dealing with i'm like i know adults that couldn't handle this shit mm. like you guys are just you know amazing young people and trying to stay positive despite all their stuff that they're going through um yeah, whatever. I mean, the reason I got fired was probably the same reason ever, but that other people have gotten fired too. Like you just, you know, don't work well with your boss. So, uh. you know, I'm not gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into all that. But <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. So that's basically that. Yeah. Just going to. I'll be back in one second. Okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Okay, James okay. is going for a wee. Okay. Um. <laughs> You're right, I am. <laughs> I was going to say, is that a possibility? Can I go do that too? Yeah, of course you can, yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I didn't know where to, like, stop. <laughs> yeah, no, you can stop anywhere. Carry on. <laughs> okay, wee break. Okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> All by myself, don't wanna be all by myself anymore. When I was young, I never needed anyone. Those days are gone, cause I don't know the rest of the words. All by myself Don't wanna be all by myself anymore <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm making myself laugh <laughs> Hello Hello <laughs> Well, you managed to get back quicker, so well done. <laughs> How does that... What? Wait. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he's gone for a poo. <laughs> okay, or he probably has a bigger place than I do. My bathroom's literally 
<laughs> right behind me. <laughs> I'm sure it's, so, he's gone for a pee. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness, that was funny. I that was great. I've never had anybody tell me I can take a wee break. So that was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, we always that want just pe- made me. Yeah, we all we all want to feel comfortable, so <laughs> it's all good. That just made me so happy. But I've never been. It's never been referred to as a wee break. So that was great. Uh, <laughs> oh, I, I did go for a wee, and thank you for serenading me. <laughs> did you hear me? Did you? Yes, I did. Ah, <laughs> I was <laughs> Melissa because you didn't have your headphones in. I was going all by myself. Oh, no. <laughs> I don't wanna be. <laughs> I love that song. That's what I get for not removing my headset. And I'm like, wait a minute, she's singing time to herself and. Gemma did pass into the slightly insane territory where she started laughing, going, I'm amusing myself. <laughs> I did. I did. I said all well, of that. That means that you could host your own show because I literally laugh to myself. I mean, I've kept them in episodes. I make myself laugh and then I'm just like, well, this is just me making myself laugh. <laughs> so see, you could solo host. I absolutely could, but... Life would not be the same without James. Oh, I understand. Because <laughs> right, he's one of my favorite people that I have met in real life. <laughs> I that's so cool. I and, I really and, do. I like. And so I wasn't far, just saying that. You guys. Yeah. yeah. Thank goodness. <laughs> well. <laughs> no. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I really do love listening to you guys talk. Like, I just. I just. It makes me laugh so much <laughs> and it makes me miss my pals because I haven't seen them in forever. And Aww. I mean, we chat all the time too on Zoom or whatever, but uh, yeah, it's nothing like, you know, seeing them in real life and hanging out. Yeah. Well, I mean, me and James never see each other. We've only met each other. Ouch. We only met each other um, twice. So, yeah. Oh, well, really? Tw- oh, wow. 2019, 2018, something like that. Yeah. Oh, actually, shit. Might, might have been both of those times. Yeah. Yeah. Because we, um, we actually live... Well, James is probably about a six-hour drive away from me. Oh, my God. Yeah, so yeah, so we're not kind of on the doorstep from each other, are we? No. Wow. We met at um, it had both times be conventions, wasn't it? Yeah. I yeah. think Birmingham and London. Yeah. Both times. Aww. Well, ironically, both times I couldn't find you as well, wasn't it? That's true. <laughs> the first time, memory serves, the first time you were delayed getting there? I was, Yes. Me and my friend went out drinking the day before. No, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but yeah, so like the Comic Con had nearly finished by the time I got back. <laughs> kind of oh, no. <laughs> not really. It wasn't quite that bad, but yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, and then we actually physically went to London Film and Comic Con together, obviously based in London. And um, yeah, and then we. Uh, well, James just kept wandering off, and I was just like, "I cannot find you." <laughs> all, all I can really me- also remember is it was incredibly hot. Oh, yeah, incredibly hot. Yeah, it's a glass ceiling. Hold a convention. Always, it's always a smart move to hold a convention on one of the hottest days of the year in a very old building with no air conditioning. Oh, and that's a the lot worst. Of glass. Yeah, with people oh. in cosplay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God. I kind of miss Comic-Cons, but then again, I kind of don't. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss the crowds. Yeah. Yeah, no. Or as I would call them now, super spreader events. Yeah, <laughs> <Yes>. exactly. 
Yeah, or or the people that actually don't know how to use deodorant. Oh, God. <laughs> no, 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 I've noticed that. Oh. Yeah. God, I don't understand that. That should be my... That should be my news story that I have. The, all the um, all the celebrities that ke- are like proud of saying that they don't shower like but once a month. I'm like, are you guys shut up? Just stop talking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if if you're that concerned, just use recycled water. You know, like they you dip in the olden days. You know, yeah. the, the baby was the last one to be washed in the really filthy water. You know, kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then don't complain when you get friggin' cholera. Like, shut up. I can't. I'm so. Oh my god. I hate so many. I hate hearing about that. Like, you have so many resources and you have so, so much money. And yeah. you're going to be proud to say that you walk around stink. Bo- and then you're going to make up some stupid health reason about it, too. Like, well, you're not really supposed to wash your skin all the time. Di- shut up. That's not true. <laughs> it's a happy podcast, this, isn't it? And I thought I was the miserable one. <laughs> I'm not miserable, I'm just angry a lot. Remember that salty tadpoles? Who's been positive on this section? Uh, That's true. (laughs) I mean, I've serenaded them. That's true. You did. I missed it too. I really like that song too. It was beautiful. You'll have to learn the rest of the lyrics though. Yes. (laughs) When I was young. I never, never needed, needed anyone. anyone, and I've forgotten the rest of the words. <laughs> Making love was just for fun. Ah, uh, Gemma, you never saw Bridget Jones's Diary? Oh, I have, but I just couldn't remember the lyrics. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, the almost one of the best beginnings of a movie I've ever seen. Like <laughs> her drunk and just singing that song. <laughs> well, I pretty much sounded like it. I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say that's like I've been there, except not singing in a British accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so James, have you got any codswallop this week? Don't think so. Oh, you have to take one of down. ours. Clearly, we and, have tons. And, <laughs> and anything I said is just eclipsed by the hour or so we've been doing. <laughs> we've only been recording for forty-seven minutes. I have you know. <laughs> So nearly an hour. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think I've. Uh, well, the only codswallop and I'll is this. Come when you. I've no. In fact, yeah. Let's let's run with this. I've got a codswallop. So you, currently, we're seeing an increase in people out and about. Obviously, because you know uh-huh. people are feeling happy to go out in either naivety or whatever, uh, thinking that we're just going to get the Delta variant and ill, and they've probably given up on the idea of anything else. But. I, it, it's something that happens a lot anyway, but I get really, really pissed off when I'm out trying to get into town or do something and the people who just grind to a halt in front of you. Mm-hmm. Oh. It drives me, it's, it's been driving me even more spare of late. But yeah, it's, ah, that, that's, how about that for a codswallop? One of my it's biggest not, pet peeves ever. Yeah. I completely understand. <laughs> it's ju- Yeah, I'm not going to go Malcolm Tucker, don't worry. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so it's not a driving codswallop it's a walking into people codswallop this week yeah it's almost as bad as slow drivers <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> you can probably do more damage with the slow walkers though can't you you would be uh more upset if you damage your car uh probably less if you just like you know push them to the ground but yeah i just <laughs> it yeah. just it's i found it annoying but yeah that's probably the most annoying thing that uh, the, the for codswallop that i can think of 
okay. the top head right now. Well, I get that though. But also, when you're driving, you're a little more you're a little more vigilant. You're a little more like your eyes are definitely more on the people in front of you and behind mm-hmm. you and next to you. So if you're on the road and you see that there's a slowdown. You, you know, we just, I just talked about the the hurricane. Like I said, it's just like a really bad rainstorm last week, but I was dumb and I had to drive in it because I didn't leave earlier when it was nice out. (laughs) So, and everybody on the major highways where you're supposed to go, you know, 55, 60 miles an hour slowed down to like 25. Everybody put their hazard lights yeah. on and nobody cut anybody off. It was actually kind of nice. <laughs> yeah, it's it's also, I particularly love when people uh, drive incredibly slowly in bad weather to the point of danger or to do the polar opposite and drive incredibly fast. Uh, but yeah, people, yeah. I mean, the, the problem is when you're walking, people are going to s- stop and it's annoying. In driving, you're dealing with complete arseholes a lot of the time who were just creating problems <laughs> and safety issues. Um, yeah. But I, I'm calm. Uh, this is not me in the back of the taxi, Malcolm Tucker, anger style. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I almost feel like it's worse when you're walking because you're... Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I walk, my head's kind of down. I'm not really paying attention to the people around me. So if you stop short in front of me, I'm probably going to bash into you. Yeah, I'm definitely And I'm a big person, so I'm probably going to knock you over. But but the other problem you've got at the moment is because we're in a situation where people, uh, you know, there's the the risk of people transmitting COVID. Oh, God, yeah. You you end up with people in reasonably close proximity, which, again, isn't great when they're stopping. And it just... (laughs) The, this uh, I won't swear, but they are just so focused on themselves and not thinking of the people around them. This is putting COVID to one side anyway. It just pees me off. Yeah, so I was reasonably calm until you told me to to think about what I'd uh, control me this week. <laughs> I think my blood pressure's just gone up again. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> Gemma honestly was... does this on purpose. I do. Oh. <laughs> you know what I said about the voodoo doll. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, let's just see if we can get him annoyed. <laughs> I 100% do that. Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> it's funny, though. <laughs> so cathartic. Well, I think that it's uh, important to move on to Melissa and for her to tell us about the Brook Reading podcast. Oh, so. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, I just I wanted to give it sort of an opportunity to, for you to kind of promote your show and things like that because you know I've listened to it for a long time now and I really do enjoy listening. So you know, it's just thought I'd give you an extra little platform to kind of you know promote it and why you wanted to start it and whatnot. So thank you, I appreciate that. And uh, honestly, just being here, just chatting with you guys, I forgot I was a podcaster. This was nice. I just feel like I'm, <laughs> you know, just like chatting and hanging out with pals. So that's uh, of course I appreciate that. I was just thrown for a loop because you know <laughs> that's my life. Um, <laughs> but um. So, yes, it's called the Brook Reading Podcast, as you said. And thank you so much for saying that you, like, listen a lot. That means a lot because I definitely, as you probably too, do too, sometimes get in those ruts where you're like, am I just doing this for nothing? Is anybody listening? Yeah. So it's nice to hear that actually the work is paying off. Um, I do post weekly. That doesn't necessarily mean that I post a review of a book weekly anymore. <laughs> 
like I used to, um, but I I still definitely post weekly. I've also started to like change the format a little bit, but it's definitely always surrounded by something literary. Um, I used to review a book a week, um, and that would include author notes, movie reviews, anything related, an, an article related to the book if it was a newer book. Um, more recently, I've started to... Um, interview authors. So actually my last episode, last week's episode was um, an interview with a repeat author who just wrote her second book and she came back to talk about her second book. So that was amazing. Yeah. Um, and now I just kind of do like, while I still, like I said, I still want to cover literary issues um, and, you know, events or whatever that, you know, happens to encompass. I've started to encompass more like history. I've started to cover more feminist issues. I've started to cover a whole gamut of stuff that like I just like talking about. So yeah, which it's is... still called book reading, but it's a whole bunch of shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's quite good because it still gives you, you know, because even though because it's called obviously reading within the uh-huh. title of the podcast you know it's some some things you you might think oh it can kind of limit you to that one thing but actually it doesn't it kind of does open up because even if it's just like a a pamphlet that you're reading you know you're still reading it so exactly yeah <laughs> or the internet you know so yes yeah so it's not necessarily um, always going to be books, but yeah, it's it's good. That how long have you been going for now? Uh, I started in January of 2018, so three and a half years. Oh, I know. Yeah, so that's Crazy. amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. Last uh, this past episode was episode 146. Wow, I think yeah. I mean, I've well, taken a couple breaks here and there. Thank you. <laughs> I've taken a couple breaks here and there, but. Um, you know, yeah. then there were some times where I should have taken a break and I didn't. <laughs> well, exactly. And I think sometimes you do need to have those little breaks because otherwise you, you could potentially have a breakdown. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's why, in a way, sometimes it's handy having a co host, even a grumpy one. You know. <laughs> it also helps if the co host does turn up. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that does sometimes help as well. But um, I'm keeping on your toes, though, Jim. Let's be honest. Yeah. See, that's, yeah, that's fun. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going to be here, you know, like half hour before you actually <laughs> committed to it. But there you go. It's all good. <laughs> I love that. I always say to my, you know, the the pals that we have in the podcasting universe that yeah. do have co-hosts or multiple co-hosts. I, I'm always impressed, like, how you navigate that whole thing. How Like, not just from scheduling and, like, is he going to show up on time, but you're... How do you not talk over each other? I mean, I feel yeah. like I've talked over you guys so many times today, and I feel terrible, but when I'm just recording myself, I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> well, I mean, if you talk over me, it doesn't really matter because my audio is separate. It's just James you got to worry about, but don't worry about him. <laughs> Nobody tunes in to hear James. <laughs> no, 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 that's no, I mean, not let's true. Banish, I, let's banish, I don't even tune in to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll t- tell you the, the the weirdest thing on a co-host front is when we were to, to, to pull stuff together for doing things is when I Gemma had asked if I'd cover a convention I was wasn't even in the country at the time and I flew back <laughs> I think it was like the next day <laughs> I went to oh, cover wow. the convention oh my goodness <laughs> What what are you making out there, James? That you had to fly back from a holiday just to do the convention? <laughs> you might say that I couldn't possibly comment. 
<laughs> that, well, I think, you know, I think me and you are going to have to have words after this. <laughs> oh, no. No, not I'd at all. I'd say dedication. I would say I showed dedication, but, you know. Well, yeah. I don't want to cause a fight between the dream team. <laughs> <laughs> nah. <laughs> I always win. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> oh dear well i don't know if you um oh i I should i was thinking i should probably ask you more about your podcast where can you find your podcast that's perfect yes i can totally say that part yeah (laughs) (laughs) i was thinking of that too actually before you said it i was like oh god where am i gonna send everybody but yeah yes i did recently solve that problem by creating a website so if you just go to www.brookreadingpodcast.com dot com you can find everything actually i also just discovered that if you just google brook reading you find um you know one of the rss feeds i don't know if it's apple or spotify or whatever but you find the website um i believe you find the facebook or the twitter i can't remember so then you can find me all over all the social medias um and i'm on every podcatcher that i know of anyway uh so yeah that's it just google brook reading or go to brookreadingpodcast.com oh fantastic excellent and i highly recommend it as well because yeah melissa does do a grand job and she does she puts so much work and effort into her podcast like we literally just sit here and just like turn on the microphone and maybe (laughs) you know maybe look up a story of the week or something like that but you know we really just like we sit here and go all right how are you then we are yeah we are the the ultimate example of flying by the sea to your pants <laughs> will it work will it not work yeah, just yeah, throw it against the wall see what sticks yeah but that's amazing though and i like i said in the beginning i wish i could be like that and it sticks all the time and i think that's another reason why i couldn't have a co-host because if i asked them to do the level of work that i do they'd be like hell no i'm not <laughs> like i i've had guests before and they're like oh you you want me to read that whole entire book and then watch a couple movies uh okay i guess so like i'm really lucky that they've been you know close friends of mine they're like yeah we want to help you out we want to support the show yeah because most of the time people be like what you want me to do what now (laughs) (laughs) yeah no that's cool um actually well no i was just gonna say before you know you did say that everything lands it it doesn't always land melissa there is a certain thing called editing which comes into play sometimes oh yeah i mean this this podcast could get very interesting if i started drinking again (laughs) and started turning up smashed to these things which is really tempting to try one time i was actually trying to because i i I pretty much don't drink while i didn't drink at all i'll occasionally drink now and I was saying to Joanne, because she doesn't drink, that we should just get shit-faced and try and do a celluloid cod wallop. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I just I just also worry that people won't be able to understand either of them. <laughs> <laughs> it, well, the problem you will probably also face is that partway through we would just start throwing up. No, oh, God. Oh, no. Because <laughs> if you think about it, Jim, if you had to edit that, you don't like me blowing my nose. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't be editing it, James. You'd be editing it. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, I'm off for the week. That's you. I'm sorry. You signed up for this mess. You're going to fix it. Yeah. It'd be, well, I think it'd be like a month's sabbatical, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sit in God. the corner with a dunce cap on. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
<laughs> bottle of Jack Daniels. That would be the hysterical. Yeah, and a straw. <laughs> yeah, I'd love to ride on the drinking horse. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's something from the um, Ralph report because James doesn't listen to the Ralph report. He's too cheap and oh. he don't pay for it. But uh, oh damn, <laughs> you're not wrong. Well, you say that, I would say I'm, you know, careful. Yes. Not cheap, careful. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas like, I like to throw money here, there, and everywhere. And something but that, hopefully that one's worth it. I don't yeah. like to spend money either, but that's totally worth it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> but uh, also kind of a good segue as well with what Melissa just said with regards to um, putting research into being on somebody else's podcast and whatnot. After our episode, if you then download the book reading podcast, you may hear two wonderful people discussing 10 things i hate about you which i love that film <laughs> so i'm so excited i can't wait to have you guys on yeah yeah because um i'm not sure if you're going to be releasing it this weekend or because we release both on sundays don't we so we do yes it will be in the month of september because every september that i've had a show i always try to do my like quote-unquote back to school episodes so mm-hmm. I'll do um, books that you typically read in high school, you know, your classics, um, or I, I will do Shakespeare. So since this does have a Shakespeare tie-in, which I'll talk about later, uh, I will prob- it will be dropped in September. I just don't know what weekend exactly. Um, and also in September is, I just found this out actually for this year, um, one of my favorite Famous people in the whole world, I should preface. <laughs> uh, Stephen King's birthday is in September, so I'm dropping a special Ooh. Stephen King episode uh, the weekend of his birthday. So is there good. is a schedule in place. I just don't know when this will show up, but it will be in September, so it will be timely. Okay. No, that's absolutely fine. Yeah, is it? You know, now the salty tadpoles have to go over, download the episodes, and hope that this is the one. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or just read the show notes. <laughs> Or do what I said. Okay. <laughs> I, I think they should do what Gemma said, just run okay. the moment of surprise. Yeah. <laughs> is it there? Is it not there? Good point. <laughs> keep people on their toes. Yep. Keep downloading. Keep downloading. One day you'll find us. <laughs> yeah, Thank you. To be fair, Gemma, it's going to be like your experience. Which chocolate bar is poison? Which is not? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still thinking of Nathan. Still thinking of you. You've not been forgotten, mate. No. Everyone else has forgotten about you. I'm still thinking about you. <laughs> Always circles back. <laughs> well, I'm kind of hoping it's not the one that I gave my uh, my mum. Your mum, so. seriously? Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> well, she she picked it herself, so you know. What All can right, I do? So then it's well, on her. <laughs> the, the, your question will be answered with loud food and dog barking. Oh God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Can we cut that bit out, James? Because even that's a bit morbid. <laughs> I was going to say, Very I can't dark. even roll with that. Like, yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> well, yeah, let's keep, the, let's keep the dead parent jokes to a minimum, shall we? I mean, no, I'm I'm I, I'm happy for dead parent jokes, but just the idea of the dog, I don't know. Because then my head would... Actually, I won't cut it out because it's gross. But <laughs> then, no, my head, it, then my head went to the fact of the dog would eat her <laughs> oh god yeah no your head no you went there all i was thinking about was the noise level you see who's the oh, da- no. who's got the darker sicker sense of humor i think you'll find oh, it's you, god. oh it definitely is me 
Oh, yeah. I was actually quite normal until I started coming onto this podcast. I thought it was me, but you beat me. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no, James means three years ago before he started on the podcast in general. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Considering one of the jobs I I used to do that really (laughs) created a very twisted, dark sense of humor in me. (laughs) Right. Oh, so you worked in a chocolate factory, too? (laughs) Even worse, chocolate factory would be nice. Uh, you know, hanging out with uh, with Dharma and people would probably be a nice uh, relax for me. Oh, oh yeah, sure. <laughs> I was gonna say I've now seen pictures of you, James, since we're friends on Facebook. Dahmer would like yes. you. He went oh, for I'm good sure looking guys. So, oh yeah, definitely. you'd have to be careful. <laughs> I'd be, I'd be like, did did Dharma uh, like keep trophies like skulls, or have I got that wrong? Yes, no, you're right. So, so yeah, I'd be a drinking glass somewhere. So. <laughs> He'd be See, this tea is tea or coffee out of me. This is so fun. I don't get to do this on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas I'm sitting there thinking, this is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'll... Didn't you just talk about how your dog cannibalizing your mother? <laughs> yeah, you, you and this, this is a weird conversation. Yeah, you, you, you started the sickest part of this, Gemma. Owned it. <laughs> I'm crying. (laughs) And let's face it, it's all Nathan's fault. (laughs) Nathan, what have you done, man? Jesus Christ. What have you created? (laughs) This was all going to be nice and happy stuff. And then you had to send your poison chocolate in. Dear me. (laughs) I think we're going to have to call the episode, What Has Nathan Done? Or something like that. Nathan's poison chocolates. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh god. Actually, that that could be a company Nathan could start. Well, not, yeah, he'd I be mean, competing with he... the hot dog guy, but yeah, I don't think his sales would be very good. But you know, <laughs> you win some, you lose some. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on to story of the week now? <laughs> I think so. I think so. Before we get libelous. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so. What story have you got, James, first of all? Uh, I've got one about a goose. Ah, okay. I'll delete that one then. (laughs) (laughs) You found that one as well? I did, yeah. Wow. Damn. That's all right. I've I've got another two, so it's all good. It does show great minds think alike. Yes, (laughs) yes. Oh, we've gone to our old friend, the Metro. Who knows? (laughs) We've definitely gone to our own old friend, the Metro. Um, So in that case, then, James, did you want to read your story first? Yeah, As we've I'll try not lapse it. the picture of that goose. Yeah, I know. It's, it's actually really cool, isn't it? <laughs> Sorry, Very Melissa, weird. we'll send it to you so you can see it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> so a goose flying upside down was just showing off to his mates, experts have said. Uh, there was some confusion with how much a photographer, Vincent Corneliuson, posted an image of the bird on his Instagram page. He snapped the goose while it was cruising upside down in Amham, Netherlands in March. This led many users to question what the bird was doing and if it was okay. Corneliuson reassured them the young dark uh, grey-brown bean goose was fine and was just trying to impress its friends with new tricks it had learnt. The manoeuvre the bird was doing is known as whiffing and describes when birds rapidly descend and zigzag. It is thought to be defence against predators. Cornelison wrote, 
They do it to brag to their peers, like, look at me. He added, there was even a professor from Istanbul University who edited my photo with arrows to teach his students about aerodynamics. Geese seem like they do anything for their mates after one of their birds also tried to help a friend when they spotted them having surgery last month. Mm. Arnold, who I'm hoping was a goose, was about to be put under for surgery on his leg when Amelia turned up. She then tried to break... Oh, God, she then tried to break in and set him free. Much to the staff's amusement at Cape Wildlife Centre in Barnstable, Massachusetts. Uh, Arnold needed the op after staff noticed him limping and falling over. They were able to capture him and bring him in for an exam when they found he had two uh, two open fractures on his foot and scheduled him for surgery the next morning. (laughs) Sorry, just just quickly. (laughs) Why are you laughing at the fact that he's he's had a fracture on his foot? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm laughing because, A, it's the Metro, and it just says, luckily, all went fine, and he was able to head back out for a meal with Amelia, right? I'm laughing because, A, it's so piss poorly written, and B, the entire thing's supposedly focused on the idea of a goose flying upside down, which takes up next to no no space of the article, and it just goes on about this this bird that's hurt its leg. (laughs) That's such a good point. (laughs) Why have I wasted, like, four minutes of my life reading this thing? Come on, Metro. Who who wrote this? Jimmy Nussbuger. I think that all the time. Yeah, Jimmy Nussbuger. You can write better than this, but can you imagine if you're a journalist and you're like right you know i'm not you know what what i'm gonna be a journalist it's gonna be great i'm gonna be covering all these big stories you know i you know i could be covering what's going on in afghanistan no i'm writing about a goose that flies upside down and a goose that broke its leg (laughs) those years of journalistic studies they've really paid off when you write for the metro haven't they dear god <laughs> and James has found another cod swallow. <laughs> uh, Melissa, did you want to go next? Uh sure. So I started flipping through okay, this is terrible. I started flipping through stuff again just to see if I could find something better. But okay. Fuck it. Whatever. Um <laughs> Okay. It's pretty bad if you can't beat the Metro. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) An upside-down goose story. That was hysterical, first of all. Second of all, I really wouldn't have cared if the goose got hurt because I hate geese. I I abhor geese. I'm so sorry if you were a fan, but I... (laughs) When I... um, Quick story. The first... my, uh, My first collegiate experience was when I was getting my... When I was getting my bachelor's. The college was like way up in the mountains, like beautiful area. Don't get me wrong. We would go on hikes and stuff like that, you know, back when I was 18 and my knees worked. Um, and, (laughs) but on campus, it was so nature infused. Like we had a pond on campus. It was like, again, kind of pretty, but it attracted nature like geese, which a crapped everywhere and two, (laughs) like attacked people. Like, I'm not even kidding you. Uh, one of my, one of the professors was attacked. There was like this just, okay, now I don't know how badly he was attacked, but of course, like the, the story grew like you're playing telephone. Um, <laughs> but they were also, they were just mean. They would like, you know how they like bleat or bark or whatever those yeah. sounds are that they make? They would just run up to you like when you're in the parking lot and just yell at you and honk uh, honk honk yes thank you they are rather they are rather uh, angry things and what they were also what they were 
the thing that ties into actually what Jim was saying earlier about the dog barking when people are coming, the Romans used to keep geese as like warnings against people coming, you know, towards them to attack them to maybe steal or or whatever because the amount of noise they make. So they're always very useful for that. Mm, really? Something like as a yep, as a guard creature, goose uh, were were used for those purposes. Huh? I See, didn't know profound, that. profound. Pro- Found. <laughs> Bro found. No, really, I love learning new things, and that was very cool. I did not know that. Um, so, yeah, but I, it I'm, still I'm doesn't like useless trivia. <laughs> <laughs> it still doesn't make me like them any better. But that is an interesting piece of information. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, you're talking about whether or not I found anything better than what it, was it? The Metro, you said. Yeah, it's it's some sort of piss poor free paper. Okay, well, unfortunately. I'm never going to get a sponsorship from the mama. (laughs) I was going to say, you may have tanked that opportunity. Um, The the Sorry, just quickly, or they might actually sponsor us because they're actually that thick. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, because the stuff they write never ends properly anyway. So there's a chance they go, well, they they are mentioning us. Yeah, it's got to be positive. There you go. In the box. (laughs) Anyway, let's let Melissa read her story. (laughs) No, it's fine. Listen, don't even worry about it because it's not even a story, unfortunately. As I did mention for my show, I do, I am very like research heavy, but I didn't know I was supposed to find the story, so uh, this was quick. <laughs> no, honestly, it was a last minute thing that I said. And if you didn't want to read it, then that's absolutely fine. I can cut it out. So it's <laughs> no, yeah. it's fine. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll read it, quote unquote, but it's not really a story. So you guys have BuzzFeed because I know you have BuzzFeed UK, correct? Yes. yes. But they only write in lists because. Like, sorry, I don't care if BuzzFeed doesn't sponsor me, so I'm going to say this. Like, they don't write real articles, they just write lists. I'm kind of like, I'm over it. But, (laughs) however, so I typically don't read BuzzFeed stuff, but I thought this was cute because I'm hanging out with two European tadpoles, which is fun. And (laughs) this uh, list is entitled 23 American Foods That that Non-Americans Find Super Exotic and Intriguing. Ah. So... Apparently, they uh, polled some people. They Everybody they polled lives outside of the United States. And okay. I don't know if they supplied them with a list of, of um, restaurants that are typically only found in America or the people just, like, knew of stuff. But they asked them, like, if you were to ever visit America, what would you want to try? And okay. some of the answers are, being that I am familiar with the restaurants, some of the answers are terrible. But like, <laughs> some like for example, an Australian wrote, "I am curious to try Outback Steakhouse. I have no idea what it's about, how they represent the Outback." Um, and they're like, "We don't call things a steakhouse here." So that already, you should know that it's not going to be good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been to an Outback ste- Steakhouse, so it wasn't too bad. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I do like them better than um, like Olive Garden, which was another answer that popped up a lot. A lot of people seem to be intrigued by Olive Garden. Oh, I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> what What is Olive Garden then? Is it just like Italian or? It's supposed to be Italian, but <laughs> I I have I I'm. I don't like it. The food is bland. It's not, you know, they say like when you're here, your family and you're supposed to have this super like Italian feel like there's, you know, paintings of villas and gondolas and whatnot on the walls. But um, so they try to make it look super Italian, but the food is terrible. And being that <laughs> it is, I'm sorry. So, so what you're telling me is a real Italian would probably burn the place to the ground. <laughs> 
I my two best friends are Italian and they hate even driving past the place. They want to burn it down. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what I'll do on the, on this one. I'm intrigued to see what a, a, an actual uh, person of Italian descent thinks. This I've got a friend in Boston who's Sicilian. Oh, okay. Sicilian descent. So I'm just yes. going to when when we next have a chat, I'll just suggest. I'll say, what do you think of this place? Oh yeah, and a hundred percent. They're gonna <laughs> if there if there are rude hand gestures. Uh, <laughs> Well, first of all, you already said they live in Boston, so there will be rude hand gestures. <laughs> and B, if they're Sicilian, yeah, my one one of my friends that is Italian, she's half Sicilian, and rude hand gestures are her other language. That's how she speaks. So, <laughs> um, Gemma, you've heard her on the show before, I'm sure. My best friend Allie, like yes. she's oh yes, so yeah. she is a hundred percent Italian, half Sicilian. Um, has a a sauce recipe that goes back generations and it's all the food that she makes is delicious and she just one of those people that you know spits on olive garden's grave <laughs> well we've given them far too much air time who's the next exactly one? exactly so next they do a lot of like um somebody answered not exactly a restaurant but a hot dog stand i 100 percent support this because i grew up in a very urban environment mm -hmm. and the cities next to the town I grew up in, but then even including my town. Yeah. If you just have a dinky little hot dog stand, um, my dad actually used to call them dirty water dogs because they're literally sitting in dirty water all day. Yeah. But there's just something about them. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say when I went to New York as well, I had to have yes. one there. So yeah. there you go. I'm going to be honest. The dirty water dog thing doesn't desperately sell. <laughs> no. no, it's not going to sell it. Of course not. Do, do you want botulism? Come this way. <laughs> but I've, I, I think I would, I think I've eaten. Oh, that might be one of the things I've eaten more of than any other thing in my life, and I turned out okay. I don't have a third eye, so it's fine. <laughs> but they're delicious. Um, this is another one that I incredibly support, um, especially living in New Jersey. They tend to call it the diner capital of America. Um, somebody said, just any old-fashioned roadside diner. Um, I can't wait for my trip around the country and the diner stops. I love diners. Uh, you can get anything you want at any time of day. The coffee is always fresh and good, and that's important to me. Mm. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and I do want to hear what you guys have to say, so I'm going to just give you a couple more of the uh, places that were named instead of people's actual quotes. But, like, they named Popeye's, they named Waffle House, they named Red Lobster, and Taco Bell... And the Cheesecake Factory, amongst many other things. I mean, so, che Cheesecake Factory, I want to go to right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not feeling these are the healthiest of options. Oh, um, no. I'm, of course I'm not. I'm aware of them. <laughs> okay. I'm surprised Wendy's isn't on there. I think it is. Um, like I said, probably all of the major fast food yeah. ones are on here. Oh, White Castle, that's one of my favorites, too. Uh, <laughs> See, Cheesecake Factory just makes me think, you know, extreme sugar levels yeah uh, but i i have i am familiar with what these restaurants are uh okay and i think i i could get, definitely give them a shot but yeah i think i'd just go into like some weird sugar trance i've got a <laughs> i try <laughs> well yeah the cheesecake factory yeah but um yeah at the other at the other ones they're proper like restaurant diner type well 
We got Taco Bell over here anyway, so okay. Yeah, not we sure wouldn't. About, not we, sure. Popeyes is just fast food, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's just chicken. It's, it's Cajun yeah. chicken. So I know how you have like, well, we have like KFC, which is, you know, very well known, like 11 herbs and spices. That's the tagline. And yeah. their chicken's good. Don't get me wrong. It's like if you just want regular fried chicken, crispy, yummy mm-hmm. with some mashed potatoes on the side, it's delicious. But Popeye's tries to do Louisiana style. So Cajun fries, Cajun spiced chicken. And I have a Popeye's right around the corner from my house. So when that chicken sandwich came out, mm. There was a line wrapped around outside of the Popeyes down the street and coming towards the street that I live on. (laughs) So much so (laughs) that I would have to find a new way to get onto the highway because the highway entrance was also right next to the Popeyes. So if I wanted to get on my like major highway by my house, I had to like cut through town and do it a different way because the lines were insane when that you feel like holding up a silence as people it's just fast food <laughs> it's just a chicken sandwich it's very good i've had it it's delicious but it's just a chicken sandwich <laughs> well i've had the the pancake one uh what is it i well i hop, hop. okay yeah, yeah. so because it was actually really because i was in new orleans um a few uh, years back and uh yeah so we went there for for a breakfast but it it kind of baffled me because everywhere else everyone was coming to the table but you have to go up to order and you have to go up to pay and it was all very british in a way because that's how we are over here but it oh. really it really confused me but uh yeah i was like what <laughs> oh i didn't know that missed out. yeah i've clearly missed out on these experiences because oh. i don't think i've been to any of these places oh, oh. no me, me and James need to have a little uh, trip to America, maybe. Yes. Yeah. That would be super fun. You definitely have a place to crash if you guys need. I know it's my, my place is small and I have a kitty cat, but you're welcome to stay here. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I would, that would be so much fun. And I would take you to much better places than I hop in Taco Bell. Trust me. <laughs> uh, Wendy's. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Actually, talking about the fact that you're in New Jersey as well, because I'm doing my little sidetrack again, sorry. But um, okay. yeah, I was going to say that um, are you... Have you gone down to see any of the Kevin Smith filming that's going on or anything like that? I'm missing. I know. I'm missing so many. I know. I'm missing out. I'm... (laughs) I am very upset. I They actually did a call. So this was newsworthy too, but I know this was a couple months ago because my friends shared on, it on my Facebook. My phone's going. Keep talking oh, no. to yourselves. I'm going okay. to have to take this. That's I'll all, just mute. That's okay. Okay. We have a little jig at that music. That was amazing. That was cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so he put out a call apparently a couple months ago for um, production assistant people, right? Like okay. there was there was sound people that he needed, different, you know, like crews basically. Yeah. And I don't know if it was worth for you know a very minimal amount of money or volunteer or what have you but again both of my friends that i was talking about um you've probably heard vic on the show too yeah um yeah that's my other friend that i'm that i always reference um the two of them were film majors in college so they were like oh my god we really want to do this but you know we all have jobs like Mm. there there was no way we could like jump onto a movie set for three months or however long he needed but oh yeah i know i missed out on all of the fun kevin smith stuff and i still need to go to the secret stash i've never been i know i live in new jersey i'm a jerk i need to go (laughs) i've been three times you definitely need to go (laughs) oh my god and you don't even live anywhere close to it see that's crazy i mean i've not been to the new one but you know it's like yeah still (laughs) 
Uh, see, okay, clearly, I yes, I need to rectify this because someone who doesn't even live in the country has been there three times and I've never been and I live probably about an hour away. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, sorry, it was two times, sorry. I, Still, I did, yeah. That's, so well, how amazing was it? Like how uh, much did you want to like live there? I, do you know what? It was, it was funny because obviously um, I, I thought that it, it was. It felt like it was smaller than I thought it was going to be initially. Okay, but it, you know, still, it was, it was packed. You know, it was it was amazing because you had all the like sculptures oh. up and stuff like that as well. I so, um, but yeah, it was it was really cool. I really liked oh, it, and that's awesome. Yeah, got to sit at the podcast table, you know, kind of thing. Okay, so, so have you seen that? Talk about news, but again, this isn't really new either. Um, if you go on the website for the secret stash, yes, that's the only reason I know about it is because I've seen pictures and okay. yeah, they, they did redid it and it's bigger and stuff like that. So I know I do need to go check it out, mm-hmm. but they've opened up the podcasting like part of it yeah. for like anybody, like you could just pay them a fee and sign up and you can do a live episode of your show from there. So, oh, can you do that? Cause, um, cause I know that Ming and Mike who are part of the, um, Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They've got their own recording studio as well. Studio too. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I didn't know that you could actually do that then. This might be a new thing. I went on the website. Oh, God, I know it was over the summer. I think this was about a month ago. And I hit up my two girls who are, they're like, I consider them my, my co-hosts because yeah. they're always on the show. <laughs> so I hit up the two of them and I was like, guys, if I can rent out this room, do you want to do a live episode of my show? But like the two of you have to be with, cause they're huge Kevin Smith fans too. Yeah. And they're like a hundred percent, let's do it. Like they're like, we'll split the cost with you if you want, like depending on how much it is. So I haven't got any word back yet. Um, I wrote them and I said, you know, how much is it for to do a, j- j- uh, just a recording? And then how much is it to do a live show with like guests? I wanted to know the two prices. Yeah. And unfortunately they haven't gotten back to me yet about my question, but Aww. I will try again because that would be amazing. Yeah, I think it would. And uh, yeah, you need to let me know if that ever does happen. Oh, 100%. Yeah, <laughs> totally. <laughs> well, I know James is still muted at the moment, so he's probably still on his phone call. But um, what I was going to do was move on to my story of the week. And yes, then hopefully by then, James will be off his phone and we can wrap <laughs> up the episode in time to okay. do your episode. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So if I was to say Wally the Walrus, do you know who that is? I or what that is, sorry. No, okay. I do not. Well, there's um, it's kind of like a famous walrus. Um, obviously, you know what a walrus is, and you know what it's named Wally. <laughs> funny enough, yes. <laughs> and uh, basically, you know, during all of the um, like football, UK football, and stuff like that, then oh, you've both muted yourselves now. <laughs> Oh, I wanted to not, like, breathe while you were talking. (laughs) Oh, no, honestly, don't worry. (laughs) Sorry. No, um, so basically, I thought something had gone wrong. Sorry, no, it's so cool. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, so he he was going up to boats and he was sort of predicting who was going to win, you know, the, the... Fine, uh, the FA Cup or whatever it was, the World Cup, what, oh, whatever okay. the thing that we were playing for, England, was, you know, <laughs> whatever we were playing for, and we never got. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you can tell I love my sports. So, 
<laughs> so, but yeah, he's been in our, um, he's been sort of, you know, the, the walrus has been like traveling around. He's been in Scotland. He's been in all different areas that we wouldn't think to find a walrus. Uh huh. So, so that's the background of that. So Wally the Wal- uh, Wally the Wal- oh, fucking hell. <laughs> that's hard, dude. It's- <laughs> yeah. Wally no. the walrus. <laughs> Wally the Wal- Oh, fucking hell. Right, let's let's start again. Wally, the walrus, yay! There you go. <laughs> Gets behind the wheel of a boat after sinking two on a <gasps> European tour. <laughs> Stop it! Oh my god! I know. <laughs> so he's been spotted again. This time, looking like he should be headed to sink. Uh, Saint-Tropez, isn't it? Yes. I don't know how to say that, actually. Saint-Tropez. You know, France. (laughs) 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 As he sits behind the wheel of a a pleasure craft, the famous sea mammal has got quite a bad reputation recently for sinking boats. But from the look of these photos, he is getting his sea legs now. This is from the Metro, by the way. Um, Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. We would hop in for a ride if Wally was sailing the ship. Ahoy there, sailor. What else? Um, Was he actually sitting behind the wheel, like, steering? Yeah, actually looking at the the pictures, he actually is sitting on the seat that looks right in. I mean, he's not... not steering but it's yeah. uh yeah he's definitely sat on the seat i'm googling <laughs> this right now holy crap i need to see pictures <laughs> in a boat okay so wally the walrus yeah um oh, i can say it perfectly God. now that i'm not trying to say it of course <laughs> yeah look at him in the boat oh my God. he's so cute i know <laughs> oh my god <laughs> is this the one off of um off of cork coast um is that it? it might be i haven't okay yeah i'm not sure it says uh it says i see a lot that say wally the walrus walrus shit that is hard to say yeah. uh <laughs> in cork ah well yeah in okay. that case then so that's in ireland so. oh my god that is too damn funny <laughs> oh no he's facing deportation oh but you, you're ruining the story oh shit i'm sorry <laughs> oh no okay please continue go, go, go. cut that out no nope, not cutting it out <laughs> no. oh no no it's fine um nobody knows for sure but wally or wall as we like to call him made the journey from the arctic to the british shores in ireland However, many are speculating that the iceberg he was resting on floated away and he found himself in unfamiliar waters. So that's kind of the origin story of uh, him. And I'm just, well, there's loads of crap now, but uh, people have been following his adventures with interest. But unfortunately, Wally has struggled a bit with the etiquette of how to interact with his with his new home and has left some uh, destruction in the efforts to settle in. (laughs) Uh, To try and prevent this, residents of St. Mary's brought him a platoon 
which he could use as a sea sofa instead. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of like, yeah. Um, I can't say anywhere about him being deported. Yeah, I don't. I'm. I think um, that was a clickbait. It, it might have been. Although walruses are known to travel huge distances on occasion, uh, sorry, uh, distances on occasion, there are fears that his appearance could be linked to climate change, which is warming the Arctic twice as quickly as the other sea, um, as the other area, sorry. <laughs> no, that makes sense, though. Yeah, it does. You have to ask, what the hell are these animals doing here? It does raise a lot of questions about climate change. We have had so many Arctic uh, animals, like seals, sea lions, in our waters. It isn't clear where Wally will go next, but if you see him in the UK, it's best not to disturb him. Walruses are protected by law, so doing uh, so basically disturbing him is a criminal offence. Oh, wow. It is best to just hand your boats over to Wally for now. <laughs> yeah, right. If people got money for a boat, you're not going to just hand your, you're not just going to hand your boat over to somebody, are you? A walrus, yeah. sorry. <laughs> yeah, he could do damage to it, obviously. Like, aside from sinking it, you know, even just getting into it, I'm assuming can screw some stuff up yeah exactly it does kind of look well it does look kind of cool still nonetheless <laughs> <laughs> no it totally looks adorable but it's not my boat so yeah <laughs> exactly and that's that's the reason why it's cool <laughs> oh my god but yeah so all those animals that you mentioned are they not now i'm making you like the scientist of the show <laughs> that's <all> right. <laughs> are, no, are they not naturally occurring in european or in like uk waters no no, they're not. Oh, shit. Okay, so they're really... Yeah. So that's stuff's really getting messed up. Oh, my God. Yeah. See, the whole world is going to implode. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it had to happen eventually, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I know. I guess so. I just thought I'd be out of here by before it happened. Well, you might be. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Listen, I'm keeping my fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, this is insane. Oh, my God. The world may implode, but don't worry, I'm still here. Oh, thank goodness. You're going to so save us all. all. Safe. <laughs> well, I was actually just gonna, just about to wrap up the episode, so James, you've come back just in time. Perfect. That's, that's me. Always back at the perfect time. Yes. <laughs> well, I hope your telephone call was worth it, because you missed a story about Wally the Walrus. Good old Wally. Right. Well, in that case, then, I think that we've been talking enough Cod's Wallet this week. I have been Gemma. I've been James. And I am always Melissa. Yay! Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you so much. This was this was wonderful. <laughs> and James was here. <laughs> Yay! I just I here. just added to it. I just made it better. Hundred <laughs> percent. 